about your uh, Christian testimony. You've, you've only just come to the Lord in the last year and a bit, hey? Yeah, um, it was last year, um, so I was 42 years um, in the dark, you could say. Um, my family was never had uh, religion, I should say, or, or uh, uh, faith. My mother was a Jehovah's Witness for a little while when I was younger, but that's all I really remember. But yeah, I never really had never knew the gospel never read the bible so um last year in january my my wife and i we were doing a uh, a vegan challenge and going to do 30 days vegan and uh unbeknownst to me i was somewhat doing a, a daniel fast um and so i was at that time i was also had a friend online i was talking to who uh, did a little bit of well, he's a very experienced in, in fasting, and, and he challenged me to do a water fast for 72 hours. 
So it was the 25th of January last year. I started the water fast, and um, the about after 24 hours, uh, I just felt compelled to start reading the Bible. Um, I had a Bible at home. It was actually one that my father had sent me back in 1987 when he had a, a conversion experience while he was in prison. He had sent me that Bible. I had actually had never read it, but I miraculously kept it for some reason. Even though traveling around the world, um, I held on to it. And so I started reading the Bible that day, did a couple of hours of reading. It was a student Bible, so I just started doing the reading plan there. And then the following day, on the, on the uh, I was reading the Bible in the afternoon, and I just had a feeling of, of great peace and love coming over my heart. Um, something I'd never never experienced before. So I just felt a, a, a peace that, and, a, and a love that I've never felt before um, within me. And I just, you know, had a, had a voice with, within me and just said, I am the truth. And I, I knew at that time that Jesus Christ was the truth. And, and very profound experience in that you know, we, we search for a lifetime searching for truth, and it was just so comforting to to find truth, to know that I have a spiritual father, my heavenly father, and and that I'm so loved by him. And I didn't I didn't really know what happened at, at that time. You know, I was so new and and not being brought up with any faith. No one in my family is is of faith here in Australia. My my mother and father are now, um, but they're back in Texas. And I, I told them, but I really didn't tell anybody here for a couple of months. And, but then, you know, continued to read the Bible and then found a church to, uh, to start attending. And it's been a... A beautiful but wild ride since then. <laughs> what was it like walking into church for the first time after being unchurched? Um, I was lucky. It was, it was actually a friend of my wife's invited me to her church, um, and it was good to know somebody and, and go with somebody. It was Yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, encounter church at, at Kalanga, and Doc Mitchell's a pastor there, and... and it was, it was a huge learning experience on, on what to expect. Um, I mean, when I was younger, I had gone to a, a few friends' Catholic services or, and stuff like that, but I'd never, never been to a, um, a Protestant service, I guess. And tell me about what you've been doing since. I know you're involved with uh, the John Maxwell group, and John Maxwell is a well-known motivational speaker, author, leader, but also a, a former pastor, a very strong Christian, uh, how has that impacted you in your faith? I actually started learning about John Maxwell and his leadership courses before I came to faith, and it's just kind of solidified that, and and, and um, it's great. It's given me, it's a passion of mine, and it's given me an avenue um, and possibly a, a, a gift, a God-given gift and a passion to share that leadership training that he provides to um empower people of faith and, and people not you know not of faith so i run some mastermind groups and and just share with my church and friends and family um because all the principles are biblically based it just it fits so nicely yeah. 
And you're also very passionate about healing. And uh, I noticed that whenever we catch up, I, I smell this in, uh, overwhelming smell. Is it frankincense? Was that something you showed me the other day, one of the oils that you use? Yeah, frankincense. Um, well, my, you know, my, when, when I was reborn, um, God gave me my, my purpose was to preach in Mark six twelve through 13. Um, they went out and preached repentance. They cast out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. And when he gave me that purpose, I realized that he had been preparing me for a couple of years before having my reborn experience in that I had repented from, I guess, of the worldly ways of healing to God's ways of healing in that I, I had been suffering from a, a severe back injury since 2001 and, and was told basically couldn't really heal it, um, just, you know, take painkillers and physio and whatnot, and I suffered from it for about 10 years, and I was probably taking four or six neurofin pluses a day and, and drinking alcohol every night and put on a whole bunch of weight, and about two years prior to that, I had started using essential oils and frankincense and because it, it regenerates this tissue, and, and I had repented from the worldly ways and gone to, God, gone to God's natural medicines. And after about 18 months, I healed my back. Um, that was my repentance journey and, and understanding and which God's good. He healed me from that. And, and, um, and so I love God's ways in, in natural healing through prayer and repentance and using his natural medicines. And so I have a passion for that too, definitely. And tell us about... Uh, giving up the alcohol was that difficult, or was it was that an overnight thing? It was an overnight thing. I, I uh, and I didn't even really realize it happened. So on the on the twenty uh, fifth of January last year, when when I had uh, came to Christ, um, he instantaneously healed me. I had been addicted to alcohol for about thirty years. Um, and so after I had finished uh, the 30-day vegan challenge and, and my wife and I were going to celebrate with uh, some pizza and beer, and, and if there's, we went and got a six-pack of beer and a pizza, and, and if there was beer in the house, you know, I usually drink it. There wasn't, it wasn't going to be any left, but it was, it was surprising. My wife pointed out the following day that I'd only had one beer, and I didn't really think anything of it, but then... A few days later, I thought about it, and I, you know, before then, I always, I drank to get drunk, and I always felt like I, I needed that, but afterwards, it was, it was different. It was just, I, I just didn't need it anymore. Um, Christ cured me of, of, of my addiction to alcohol instantaneously. What a powerful story, and uh, I just think it's a great testimony of transformation uh, that you've come to Christ and you, you really now got a heart to serve as well. You, you and I help at a local soup kitchen, picking people up from the homeless shelters and bringing them for lunch every week. And uh, I've seen you turn up faithfully week after week. And it's, it's really uh, refreshing to see someone who's just a new Christian. You've got such a zeal to get people uh, the good news, to, to share with them the good news. Uh, tell us how that's impacted your life. I'm such on a learning curve in that, you know, before I was uh, such a selfish person, I should say, and re I really didn't know what love was. I guess I, I knew worldly love, but godly love and, and, and loving God 
with all your heart and loving others as, as you love yourself. And, and although I guess I, I probably would have said I was a, a pretty good person, I didn't really love people like I'm learning to love them now. Um, and yeah, I, I love serving at the, at the soup kitchen and learning how to love other people and, and glorify God and benefit my fellow man is really come to be important for me. Um, before I was probably selfish and, and loved people and loved my family and friends, but not, you know, I was probably very, uh, I wouldn't go and talk to someone in need or, or help them out. I was probably, you know, you know, what's in it for me? And now that's totally changed where I'm not looking for what's in it for me. I just want to share God's love with others. Good on you, Doug. Auric and your history maker. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials, and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.